As a business leader, you know attracting top talent is just the beginning. Real growth happens when you lead yourself and others well. Creating a company culture that attracts, nurtures, and retains the best of all things. We'll teach you how to make an impact through a holistic leadership approach. Reframing success in leadership. This is the Talent Magnet Institute podcast with your host, Mike Sipple Jr. Welcome to this week's episode of the Talent Magnet Institute podcast. I get the opportunity to sit across from Jack Fitzgerald today. He is a graduate student at University of Cincinnati and the founder of the Warren Bennis Leadership Experience. Jack, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, Mike. So, Jack, what led us to be introduced to one another was a mutual friend who's following a big believer in the Talent Magnet Institute and what we're doing to elevate leadership. And he was like, you've got to meet Jack Fitzgerald. And he shared about the Warren Bennis leadership experience. And I'd love for us to talk about what led you to the leadership journey that you're on and the inspiration you're bringing to the college campus at University of Cincinnati, to the alumni, and really to the community at large from a national perspective, which this event has become. Certainly. So can you share with us a little bit? Yes. So my journey, I like to say, starts with my first leadership experience, which came as as a member of a family. I am a believer that family, it's the first organization that we're a part of. And I am the oldest of four children in my family. So I have three siblings. And again, I, I cite that as my first leadership role. So having lived as an older brother for... 21 years now, I think I've come to really see how leading by example, and I think that I've, I've had a, an understanding and a perspective through that that has shown me what influence can do um, within the family context. So I would say that as my first leadership experience. Mm-hmm. Family has remained a constant value for me over the years. I think one of my role models is my dad. And so... Uh, growing up, he would take me to functions with him. So he has been very involved in the community, in the Cleveland community where we're from over the last several decades. And um, as early as seventh grade, he would take me out of class and bring me to these community events that he organized. Mm -hmm. And so I saw how my dad was with people and how he influenced people and how he would bring people together around a cause And looking back, those experiences of being taken out of class and meeting people in suits and ties as just a young person, I think, left and continues to leave an impact on me. So Mm -hmm. I found myself over the last several years as I've gotten into my later teens and especially in college and now out of college, doing the same myself, Mm -hmm. uh, organizing, bringing people together around a cause. And um, it's through those experiences that I've learned I've learned so much about leadership, about how to inspire people, about how to bring people together. That's awesome. And one of the things I picked up on in research for today's discussion was the influence your father had by giving you a book, which I'll have to share. I had the same type of experience. My father had given me a book by Harvey McKay, Dig Your Well Before You're Thirsty. He may have given me many books before that, but that was the first book that I profoundly remember. And here I am in a connections business for the last 17 plus years. But can you walk us a little through 
your experience, kind of this, the book that's made such a tremendous impact on you that's now led you to create an incredible leadership event at the University of Cincinnati? Yes. So in high school, I was out late one night and I thought my curfew was a little early. So I made the decision. I took it upon myself to think it was okay to arrive home a half hour late. And I arrived home, I think it was like 12.30, and my dad was up waiting for me. And he said, Jack, you broke curfew. Your punishment is that you need to read this book. And he handed me Warren Bennis's I'm Becoming a Leader. It's his book he's most well-known for. And he said, you have to finish this and take notes on every chapter. Hmm. Until you finish this book, you can't go out with your friends. And so sure enough, I... I finished the book, I highlighted each chapter, and little did I know that my junior year of college, I would be tapped to help put together a, a leadership program for freshmen. And I pulled the On Becoming a Leader book back out, and things really came to life after that. And can you share what the connection is to UC and Warren Bennis for those who do not know? Yes. So Warren Bennis is the 22nd president of the University of Cincinnati. And he led the university from 1971 to 1977. So this was a period of time where the university system was, was growing and growing fast. But as many know, the 70s was also a time of civic unrest with the war. And, and so Warren came in at a, at a very turbulent time. And he's noted um, in our history at the university as being the leader of the campaign to become a full state University. So prior to 1977 and Warren's presidency, we were just a city-funded institution. So he's most well-known at the university for that, but he left UC in 78 and went on to the University of Southern California, where he would write 20 more books on, on leadership. And he has been called the father of leadership studies mm. by many of the giants in the field today and is widely regarded with that title. Mm. Uh, so Warren actually cites his time, though, at the University of Cincinnati as being the experiences that allowed him to do the writing about leadership that mm. he is so celebrated and recognized for. So without his time at UC, we may not have received the gifts of his, of his wisdom. Wow that many business executives, students, and aspiring leaders and current leaders have, have read. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that, Jack. And we'll provide in our show notes a link to On Becoming a Leader, as well as to several other leadership books that he had written for our listeners today that they can go and take on that journey. So one of the quotes that uh, Warren Bennis had shared is, leadership is the capacity to turn vision into reality. So let's flip over to the Warren Bennis leadership experience and walk through what drove you to create this incredible experience, specifically what you're hoping, how you're hoping to have an impact through this, through this work at, on campus. So I was, I was listening to an interview recently by um, an author and organizational expert, Peter Senge, mm -hmm. and Peter talks about the responsibilities of a leader, and he cites some of leaders' responsibility as being to create. Mm. And I've always been someone interested in creativity. Um, I grew up uh, filling spiral-bound notebooks with drawings. And 
I did acting in grade school. I've always had this creative side to me. And I think that we all have that. We all have this want to create. Mm -hmm. And specifically with the Warren Bennis leadership experience, it was through my reading of Warren and my discovery of his connection to the University of Cincinnati that led me to start to wonder what are we doing at the University of Cincinnati and in the Cincinnati community to celebrate this individual? And I'll tell you, I walked campus and I didn't see any trace of his name anywhere. Hmm. And I was very surprised. I was very surprised. And through more reading, um, specifically in his memoir, I remember um, it was the chapter Going State where he reflected on his time in Cincinnati and he started to list the names of the people hmm. that he worked with in while he was in Cincinnati. And some of those folks are still around the UC community today. So it's funny, actually, on my drive, on my drive over here to meet you today, Mike, I was remembering the drive to Sharonville to meet past chairman of the UC Board of Trustees, Tom Humes. Mm. And we sat down in Tom's boardroom and I said, Tom, I've been impacted by Warren Bennis. I know you worked with him as the campaign manager for the Going State campaign as a 24-year-old MBA student. Mm. I'm here sitting in front of you as a 21-year-old UC student. His work has touched my life. It's touched the lives of 12 freshmen at the University of Cincinnati who went through that initial mm. uh, leadership program. I said, we need to bring this to more people in Cincinnati. And that's where it had its origins. And from there, more students got involved and people bought into the vision. And together, we made that a reality. Hmm. So can you share who you reached out to to be the first speakers in last year's experience and now where that's led into this year's experience of the event that happens to be at the time of this recording? It's in two weeks, right? Three weeks. So can you share a little bit about the leaders that you brought in, kind of the inaugural event, and what speakers are going to be speaking at the upcoming event? So we decided that the way that we were going to bring Warren Bennis and the spirit of Bennis back to Cincinnati would be through a conference. But we don't call it a leadership conference. We call it an experience. Mm -hmm. And that's very much a part of our vision. We want to recreate that feeling of what it would be like to have Warren Bennis in the room mm. with you. And it's very cool. I, a few weeks ago, drove down to Old Ludlow in Clifton, and the Bennis family home where he lived when he was president is still there, 750 Ludlow. And through conversations with mentors and advisory board members on this project, people that worked with Warren, they told me we would go over to 750 Ludlow and you would never know who would be sitting in the living room or who he'd be interviewing in the backyard. Just yesterday for a group of students and faculty, I pulled up a video of Bennis interviewing Abraham Maslow hmm. in the 750 Ludlow backyard. I mean, we're talking psychology giant. Everybody's heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yeah. Carl Rogers, renowned psychologist, spent time in Warren's living room. Mm. Neil Armstrong, Dr. Sabin, 
UC giant. Mm -hmm. So, and then after he left the university, he would go on to mentor four United States presidents, numerous Fortune 500 executives. So we had quite a list of people to pick from. Hmm. And I remember in a conversation, somebody said, if you could bring anyone that Warren mentored or influenced to this first event, who would it be? And the first person that came to my mind was Howard Schultz, hmm. founder and former CEO of Starbucks Coffee Company. And we actually had a connection to an indirect connection to Howard Schultz through an alumnus of the University of Cincinnati, Myron Ullman. Mm -hmm. And Myron is the current chairman now of Starbucks. He worked for Warren Bennis as a vice president of finance. He was only 28 years old when Warren asked him to come in to be the vice president of finance. So a young, a young individual who cites Warren as being the person that taught him the difference between managing and leading. And Myron got word from some of our board members that we were doing this. And he said, I will gladly come back and I will ask Howard Schultz to come with me. Hmm. And it was winter of, I want to say it was December of 2016. I was home for Christmas break and I got an email saying that they were both confirmed for April 7th of 2017, and we were going to have our first event. Wow, that's incredible. That's incredible. And you had a, a co-speaker as well, or was Myron Ullman the second speaker? So Is it the two of them? So Myron spoke first, and um, Howard spoke second. Okay. So, wow. What a lineup. The funny thing is that we had spent maybe more than a year putting this together and organizing and figuring out what this was going to be and forming our team. And the night before the event, I got a phone call from one of our board members saying that Howard had to get emergency eye surgery and that he was going to have to cancel his appearance. And you can imagine, you can imagine the feelings, you know, <laughs> I can only imagine <laughs> after a year of giving your time to something, yeah. we weren't hopeless but we just had to roll with the punches and woke up in the morning, received another phone call saying that Howard decided to go against his doctor's wishes and he was still going to come. So that was quite a memorable experience mm. leading up to the event. Hmm. That's amazing. The theme for this year, one, congratulations on starting off this Warren Bennis leadership experience with just incredible leaders that can only dream of. And I would guess that a lot of Cincinnatians or people in the greater Cincinnati region are probably going, wow, Howard Schultz was in Cincinnati? Right, uh, right. I know about right. that. Right, um, You know, and I can only imagine the experience for those who were there and for yourself and your team and your board who put this together to make that a reality. Congratulations. This year's theme I noted is culture of fresh ideas. Our theme this year is building a culture of fresh ideas. Okay. And we are building off of the 2017 experience with Howard and Myron. And we wanted to bring back speakers, again, that were influenced by Bennis, that know his teachings, but also will speak to their leadership journeys. Mm. And the theme, building a culture of fresh ideas, actually comes directly from Warren's words. 
Um, so he was giving an interview reflecting on his years at the University of Southern California, 30 years of teaching there. And he said, when I reflect on my time as an educator, as a teacher, as a leader, my responsibility, I feel, and my purpose has been to help people to freshly imagine, to provide new ways of seeing things, uh, to help people to freshly imagine new ways of seeing things. And that's what we hope to accomplish. And that's the conversation that we hope to start at the University of Cincinnati in about two weeks here with uh, Doris Kearns Goodwin and David Gergen. Regardless of whatever side of politics you fall on, it could be said that now is a time of turbulence, a time where people aren't necessarily hearing one another out. And this conference doesn't just revolve around politics. We're hoping that our speakers will talk about their experiences. So Doris specifically, her experience with writing about presidential historians and David, his experience of working for four different presidents. He worked for both parties. He worked for Democrats and Republicans. They have both stayed very relevant today because they have presented fresh ways of seeing things. Mm -hmm. They will be kind of the catalyst and they will be the conversation starter for how we might freshly imagine new ways of seeing things, um, mm-hmm. not just in Cincinnati, but in our world and in our everyday lives. Wow. And that really ties in, Jack, to what you had shared earlier uh, before we hit record, that you were listening to an episode with Dan Hurley on the Talent Magnet Institute podcast, episode 18, where he references you can't be fully human until you step into the public arena. If you want to be a great leader, you need to get involved. And his call for people to step out of the private sector into the public sector to understand the dynamics. And he also references in that episode that you can't be fully human until you walk in someone else's shoes and see life from their perspective, right? Which we talk a lot about inclusion and not just finding differences, but finding our similarities and how do you build a culture of understanding, regardless if you disagree in certain areas, but it helps us all become better and more self-aware as well as more aware of our surroundings. So I think it sounds like these topics are going to really tie into that very nicely as you build a culture of fresh ideas and to help change perspectives. That's my hope. And I think when we look at our world today, innovation is such a huge part of Mm -hmm. being in a leading organization. And Oftentimes, when we look at, I know from my experience, I just spent the last year in San Diego, California as a Jesuit volunteer. So I was working in a majority Hispanic church and doing social outreach there. So we were working with a lot of poor families, a lot of undocumented individuals, and we were working with the homeless. The homeless population in our neighborhood was quite prevalent. And, you know, As our coordinator for social outreach, I found myself very much stepping out into the public arena. How do you even go about trying to do anything about homelessness, about immigration, about the quality quality education that a, a child is receiving? I mean, I think that at least my belief is that it takes some creative thinking. It takes some, some new ways of, it takes some imagination. Mm-hmm. And, and and looking at something with fresh eyes. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So the Warren Bennis Leadership Experience, how can people learn more about it? How can they register for the upcoming event? Or if they're listening to this after the 2018 event, do you intend to have a 2019 event? Yes. So we see this being something that happens every year at the university. And we see it as an opportunity to engage students to engage alumni of the University of Cincinnati, to engage our faculty, our staff, and anyone, quite frankly, interested in the subject of leadership. And in my research, nationally, there are not many student initiatives like this throughout the nation. And I think that the fact that this is student-led is unique. Mm. I mentioned earlier how Warren Bennis tapped Tom Humes as a 24-year-old MBA student to lead a campaign to bring a university to full state status. I reflect on that and I think, what a task. Um, I think about Myron Ullman as a 28-year-old, just several years out of college, becoming a vice president of finance for a university Warren believed in tapping people. Warren believed in students. He believed in young people. Mm. And I think that that was a part of his leadership development process. And Warren, Myron and Tom still talk about those experiences today as being shaping times Absolutely. for them. Absolutely. So I feel that I've had that same experience as a, you know, uh, I've been working on this for the last three, four years. Mm. Um, and it's taken me on a similar journey. At times, this has felt, it's felt like quite an undertaking, but I think people are starting to pay attention. And it's my hope that the Cincinnati community will get behind this even more as we grow um, as an organization. Um, so yes, we will hopefully, we will have a 2019 event and anyone that's interested in attending the event in two weeks, the registration link will be mm -hmm. in the show notes. Right. And um, you can follow us on Facebook. So it's just facebook.com slash Warren Bennis UC and on Twitter at Warren Bennis UC. Our registration links are available on those sites through the University of Cincinnati Alumni Association page. Mm -hmm. Well, Jack, thank you so much for leading well. I think in terms of the support that the Talent Magnet Institute provides, we're here for you. The fact that you're aligning what we say, reframing success and leadership, helping leaders succeed in relationships, work, community, and life, and bringing out the best of all people in all things. And I love the fact that we're able to have the opportunity to highlight a student alumni who's very active on such a powerful, impactful campus. You know, for anyone who's listened to our episodes, we reference the Garing Center for Family and Private Business, which is sponsored and partnered and led by a registrar in the past of UC, John Garing, who's a legendary leader on campus of UC. And the fact that the organization, the University of Cincinnati is so supportive of really bringing out leaders and supporting businesses and giving you the opportunity as a student to step into a leadership role and create something that's as big as this one has become and hopefully is just the very beginning to what you're about to accomplish. And it certainly speaks to the value alignment of Warren Bennis's experience being at UC, having the opportunity to really 
feel like that was his coming out. That was his opportunity to really blossom and see the opportunity for all people. It's no mistake that it happened on University of Cincinnati's campus. So thank you for leading so well there. Thank you, Mike. Well, all of our listeners today, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Talent Magnet Institute podcast. We will provide links in our show notes to the Warren Bennis Leadership Experience, registration links, some articles, some books, um, as well as a couple of YouTube and TED Talks that even that you can watch Jack Fitzgerald in action on one of his TEDx Cincinnati events that he led. So we hope you enjoyed this episode, and we look forward to hearing from you in the weeks to come. Companies and teams with authentic leaders attract the best talent, are the most productive, and keep people around the longest. Are you an authentic leader? Go to talentmagnetinstitutepodcast.com slash authentic to find out if you're ticking all the boxes. The Talent Magnet Institute podcast is powered by Centennial, a talent strategy and executive search firm, and the Talent Magnet Institute. You can engage with us at Talent Magnet I on Twitter or Talent Magnet Institute on LinkedIn and Facebook. Please communicate by using hashtag Talent Magnet. Find us in your favorite podcast app to subscribe, rate, and leave a review, as well as share with a colleague. You can also listen at talentmagnetpodcast.com. Our podcast studio is based in greater Cincinnati, Ohio. We are supported by our listeners, clients, and partners from all over the world. The Talent Magnet Institute podcast is made possible by a great team that includes Janelle Spence and Christine Lewis of Centennial, Josh Chappelle and Adam Smith of Soundpress, produced by Chris Madine of New Fidelity Studios, and Audra Casino and Megan Doherty of One Stone Creative. Music written by DJ Corbett and Chris Madine. And myself, your host, Mike Sipple Jr. Thank you for joining us on the journey of developing leaders to succeed in relationships, work, community, and life, reframing success in leadership.